Welcome back, listeners. On this episode, I spoke to Emmy-nominated editor Jamie Martin about her work on RuPaul's Drag Race. Martin is a five-time Emmy nominee and two-time winner for her work on RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm so thrilled to be chatting with you. Um, I have to say, um, I have, I was not originally a drag race fan. Like I kind of was like in that group of people that was like, oh, okay, I'll like, I'm not like, this isn't for me, like whatever, whatever, whatever. But I have literally, I'm not joking you in the past, like three months, I've binged through like 10 seasons. Oh my gosh. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm obsessed like I and now I'm like truly like one of the girls that is just watching it every single week when it comes out so I am just and I just I've fallen in love with the show as I mean obviously you have and I mean everyone involved um with the show I mean it's just it's so groundbreaking it is I mean it's everything that I mean I think everyone needs at the end of a long week um especially in this extremely difficult difficult climate that we're all sort of living in so um I just want to say one thank you so much for I mean doing the work that you do and um really shining a light on I mean such spectacular individuals yeah I'm just happy to be part of this team who I mean and they really do they have such amazing stories you know and I I I always feel honored to be part of the team that brings those stories to the audience you know that they can connect with in that way so so I mean over your almost I think you're like at 150 episodes of editing the show I mean yeah like what has been a favorite moment for you what has been the most challenging moment for you uh well kind of like what I was saying I was saying in the last answer is that like those personal stories I I mean those are the ones that stick with me and that I remember through the years, you know, is that all of these queens have such wonderful journeys and they have, they're not perfect journeys, you know, and being able to see those imperfections and how they have created their beauty out of them and their drag and how they've affected their lives. Um, I love editing those, those workroom stories. Um, this season specifically, I can remember Anitra's story and talking about her relationship with her mother and her father and how that's changed over the years. And I think that there's a lot of vulnerability that comes through in those moments that I don't even think that they're, it's so genuine, you know, they're definitely not thinking it's going to affect them that way. And they start talking about these very personal things. And I, I feel very honored to be able to help tell those stories. And I think that a lot of audience members connect with those stories. Mm. Um, uh, so those are definitely my favorite moments over the years. Mm. Uh, every season has its own little, little moment like that, but this season in Anitra one, I definitely was like crying watching it just cause she gets so emotional. So mm. and she's so sweet, you know, <laughs> I think uh. it's so quiet. And then she was able to tell this very personal story. And I, I, I just, it just gave so much insight into what she's been through in her life. So, yeah, I mean, just to go through. I mean, her first little, um, I mean, really viral moment of her, her, uh, her death drop into the, yeah. 
duck walk. I mean, yeah. and then to go into something so vulnerable, it's just, I mean, to sort of see that sort of shift must be interesting for you as an editor. I mean, constantly going back and forth from like truly like the pits of their lives to probably some of the the highlights and it it must be something that's so interesting for you to just be able to to sort of right every day right like it just helps you know not only me as an editor but people viewers connect with like these really multifaceted people you know and it's like it's not just this super glamorous queen that you see on stage and all this confidence it's like everyone has different sides of themselves, you know, and you, you can have those vulnerable moments and still have these super, super confident moments on stage. And I, I love seeing that the difference in that and having, I don't know, just, just knowing that we are, they all, they all are multifaceted people. And so are we, you know, and you can connect with those in lots of ways. So. Yeah. And I mean, speaking of, I mean, last week, um, on All Stars, there was the Joan um, uh, Rusical, and but uh, we are now going to be talking about the Wigloose uh, Rusical. I am just curious what it was like editing that episode, and just really, I mean, such a spectacular um, Rusical after seeing them year after year. But I mean, what was so, what captured your eye in this particular? um in this particular one yeah so first of all I don't want to take entirely all credit for that episode we're a very close editing team we have four editors on our team and we all edit together so I don't want to be like that was 100% mine we all work together collaboratively but I really know that um what really made that one special is just how poignant the subject matter is and timely it is and I don't even think we all realized it just it just hit at a perfect time when it when it aired um and I think that the Queen's performances really showed how important that subject matter is to them. You know, I'm not, we've had lots of great musicals over the past 10 years that I've been cutting on, 11 years that I've been cutting on the show. But um, this one, I honestly think they gave some of the best performances I've ever seen. And in that they were reacting the whole time. They were, uh, each Queen, even if it wasn't their line, you could see them reacting and in character the entire time throughout the different takes we did and everything. And and that made it really special. I think that they were really committed to telling the story and making it really feel like a Broadway level performance. I, re I was just so impressed with like, I could see, I can picture this on a stage, you know, like, um, and making sure that we incorporate those those cutaways of the queens reacting in these fun ways and using those fun jib moments that they they were so great to get different camera movements for this uh rusical it was great to incorporate those as well um so i really i'm really happy with how it came together and uh i'm just happy that it came out when it did i think it came out in a very uh poignant time for it to hit audiences so uh it just, I don't know. I mean, we're just all really proud of that episode. I think it all came together very well. And, uh, you know, not other than the performance, it had really fun moments in the verite too. I was thinking today about that episode and um, Mistress bringing up the, 
the security tag on Lux's coat. And that made me, <laughs> I was like, that's one of the best like little personality moments I think from the season, even just in that little moment. So mm. um, that episode cohesively works really well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, being on the show for so long, I mean, what has been the most interesting thing to see from, I mean, one from, I guess, maybe a personal aspect when you sort of like step away from like the show, but then also from an editing perspective, what are you, what are you sort of taking away season by season that, I mean, just helps, helps you grow and helps the show grow? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think just in general terms of how the show has felt different, um, I mean, when I started 11 years ago on the show, we were kind of like this tight little community, um, putting this, our little, our hearts into this baby, you know, and we had an audience on Logo and, and, um, in the beginning, but I feel like over the years, like the audience has just gotten so much more aware of us and so much more of accepting of our show and like it's just grown and grown and grown so we're still this tight little unit of the post-production team who still it's still our baby you know but it's so amazing to see so many more eyes on it and so much more um attention to it and so many more people just finding things that they didn't think they'd like about it and and get get into the show so that's amazing to see um i think in terms of uh like myself growing and, and seeing changes as an editor it's it's I feel like we just get to keep having more and more fun with the show and like every every episode of every season has its own flavor it's like it's going to be a comedy challenge or a or a acting challenge or even the different types of acting challenges from 90210 to uh you know this Daytona win stuff that we're doing now and um even inside that we went from soap opera to sitcom and and being able to emulate all those different types of styles of editing and shows and different music and and different feels of the edit and um so every show every episode is a different challenge in that we're kind of approaching it differently how what aspects of this new genre are we going to incorporate in drive race and it's kind of making it still fit into our um, flavor of show, you know, you don't mm. want it to feel, feel 100% like a soap opera or 100% like a sitcom, you still want it to feel like drag race. So finding that balance is always really challenging. And I think like, we're just being able to have more and more fun with it as the years go by, and the style of drag race has become more solidified, we can like, turn it a little bit more into our direction. Um, I, I always have fun with like playing on expectations and stuff like, like like the last season with the it's chocolate thing, you know, that's, that was one of my favorite things to edit um, on the show is that it was a build up, build up, build up into drama and drama, like most reality shows do. And then flipping it into a sad trombone sound, you know, it's mm. kind of like what we're doing on our show is play with the expectation of a genre and a theme and then turn it into our show. And um, I think that's, that's what keeps me coming back every season I think you know it's it's I know I'm gonna have a new challenge every season I know I'm gonna get to hear amazing stories from new people every season um yeah so I think I think that's what, where the edit has changed over the years in my mind I love that and I mean has Rue ever reached out to you and sort of given you any feedback or a nugget that you sort of just take with you in terms of I mean 
editing the show and or maybe just something that you take personally from from what from what um he said um you know i don't i don't know if rue has reached out personally to me in that in that regard but um there's definitely uh higher ups on the show that their mind is all like what they've said is definitely in my mind like i remember when i started learning the the format of of cutting runways and it's um you know you want to make sure every frame is almost like a, a a print a print campaign you know and so i try to edit the runways in that with that in mind especially their final moments on the runways is you want to make it feel like it's a print campaign um I think Rue, just in general, um, I just try to keep in mind the the tongue and cheek cheekness of of how he approaches this show, and I try to keep that in mind when I'm editing too. You know, it's yes, it's a competition show. Yes, the queens are all taking it very seriously. We want to make sure all the queens look as amazing as they do at all times, and um, but it's drag. You don't want it to be this stodgy feeling um, show. So that's kind of, that's the, what I try to incorporate in the edit is Rue's personality in that way. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, final, just very quick questions. I mean, do you have a favorite queen that you've had over over your seasons that you oh. just sort of stick with? I mean, mine is Heidi in the closet, so. Oh, great. Heidi's fantastic. Um, I have several, like, um, Adore is seriously always going to be up on my top. Katya, I love Katya. Um, I think um, Chi Chi, honestly. <laughs> like, huh? I really feel like the queens who are able, and Heidi's in this group too, the queens that are able to effortlessly show their personality um, and vulnerability um, and effervescence in their interview bites, those are the ones that I connect with the most all the time. I, I love so many of the queens, but the ones that over time, I think back and I think to connect with, the, it's those, that type of queen that's able to really uh, not be, uh, not hold themselves back in interviews, you know, just have fun with it and um, able to show a lot of their heart with with the producers they're sitting with. Cause I feel like then, then you're in the room, it feels like, so. Yeah. And then a favorite guest judge that, I mean, there's so many moments I feel like that are just off camera that you you wish you could just add into the cut. But I mean, has, has there been one or two that has just stuck out to you over the years? Um, I mean, Jeff Goldblum was amazing. And I think we got to add a lot of his fun stuff, like ending the show with him just being like, wow, 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 this is great. Like, I like how we're able to incorporate a lot of the moments that other shows would just kind of leave on the editing floor because we want to see it. We know the fans want to see that fun little bit at the end um, of him just enjoying himself. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we've had so many great judges. Um, I don't know. I, I can't think of one specifically. Uh, I think Jeff Goldblum is a perfect example. So stand out for us all just being like, oh my gosh. Um, and Rachel Bloom was great in that episode too. So I think that was like a double whammy for us. Um, uh, I don't know. They Most most of the, the celebrities really bring it and they're, they're just so excited to be there. It's always fun when we get super fan celebrities because they are so aware of, of the show and, and how it works and 
just want to want to be there and volley with through. And I think that's always fun to watch. Absolutely. And then, I mean, final question for you. I mean, what do you hope, I mean, ultimately that people are taking away from the show? And I know you've slightly mentioned it throughout the interview, but just to really get that concise message across, I'm just, I'm curious what, what that is for you. Hmm, that's a really good question. I, I really like it when I, when I'm able to see um, like fan boards and stuff connecting with the Queens on, on personal levels in like, on, on, in terms of like personal struggles, you know, and hearing a voice saying that they've gone through these types of persecutions or these types of, um, judgments in their life and like they've been able to work through it and really commit to who they are and enjoy who they are and i think that's a message that uh a lot of people don't have on a regular basis and i think that being able to see a community on the show um embrace that and accept that is just uh it's a wonderful thing to hear a lot of people connecting with that because i think it's important mm -hmm. no i I, I those are the moments that get me and like yeah. get you so um I think it is important to I mean continue to shine that light on whatever sort of adversity that someone has gone through that can really sort of help elevate the the next generation because I think that's what's what's so exciting about the show is that it is really fostering and or helping a new generation I mean find themselves in tremendous ways that I wish I had when I was growing up because that just, it really didn't exist for me when, when I was growing up in, in terms of rea a reality show where you could see people like this and do it. Right. Right. Do. So, and so, you know, and I think that's an important change that we've seen in other shows as well. You know, I, I think that's an, um, thank goodness in our, in our world, in our industry, we're seeing more of that, you know, mm -hmm. um, but just that representation, um, in a positive light, I think it's, it's so important. So. Thank you for tuning into this episode. This podcast was hosted and produced by yours truly, Jackson Vickery, but a very special thank you to Sterling Gavinsky for the theme music and to Carly Haney for the artwork. We will see you next time.